Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It's our bye week edition of the podcast. And so we're going to kind of step back, <sighs> relax a little bit. We're really sprawled out on the couch right now. Both arms up, elbows are up, knees up. Feeling good, relaxed. Bord- borderline laying down. If I would lay down right now, I'm going to take a nap. Yes. You know that's true. How many naps are you going to take over the course of, you know, the Sunday games? You flip on the games, Ravens 6-3, and three, you know, sizing them up all week. Several naps. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, very excited about where the Ravens sit right now. It's 6-3. and three. You're feeling great going into this bye. And... Uh, a lot to talk about, a lot to break down. So yeah, we're, we're gonna get to go through all of it, kind of give you our lay of the land in terms of where the Ravens are at this point of the season. Call it the midpoint of the season as they sit here in yeah, the first place. Thing. I don't like the seventeen game schedule just for the fact that it messes up the midpoint of the season I conversation. Know. I know, I mean, but what it, the hell do you do? Do we have to have this talk during the halftime? I know of the I know. ninth game. It's basically the midpoint of the season for all Same. intents and purposes. The Ravens are in a great spot right now, uh, so we want to give you our take on where the team stands. Also, we teased this earlier in the week after the morning after reaction episode to the Saints game, but we are going to do a soup draft. This yep. is the newest, the newest draft. <sighs> it's soup season. It's soup season. Uh, so we are going to do a soup draft. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But um, all right. So before that point. Your take on what we have seen from the Ravens through their first nine games. What's your elevator pitch for where the Ravens are right now? Okay, so if you're if this is just somebody at the playground saying hey, how the Ravens so how, this how year? are the Ravens doing this year? Yes, right. I would say they're doing really well. It, it, they're off to a very good start in in first place. Have won three straight. You know there are some kind of rocky moments early in the season, but. Uh, they're headed in the right direction. The arrow is pointing way up right now for this team. And I think that they're a very good team who, at the end of the day, have a, a great chance of winning their vision and are going to make the playoffs and have a chance to make some noise in the playoffs. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I agree with all that. Well done. You know, that was that was <laughs> while you're on the elevator. About 25 seconds there. That was well done. No, for me, it's the playground, man. Come on. <laughs> I know he's still in infant stage, but yeah. this is the elevator pitch. Okay. Or the playground, playground pitch. Playground pitch. So, um... No, I I agree with all that. The, the way I look at it, obviously things can change, but like as it stands right now, I, I don't see a scenario where the Ravens don't win the AFC North. Ooh, okay. I'll I go, wouldn't go that strong. Let me explain. Let me, it's re- okay, let me explain ahead. that a little bit further. Ahead, so they're six ahead, and three right me. now. The Bengals are five and four. Right. The Ravens have obviously already beat them. The Bengals are zero and three in the division. That's as correct. I as I look at the remaining schedule for the Ravens, they played a really tough schedule through the first. Eight games, nine games, mm-hmm. um, but they play a very easy schedule based on you know win loss record. The second no half of the season, Garrett. no game is easy. I, no, it's true, it's true. And every game, you know, you you can say this is going to be a win. You can play the win loss game, all that stuff. But should at, we play the game? Well, I'm basically playing it right now, and I think it's a lot of wins. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm telling you. Um, but like, they have a much easier schedule in the second half. It's, it's basically the reverse of what it was last year for the Ravens. Right. So as I look at the Ravens' schedule conservatively. Like to be honest, I, I don't see this team losing more than two games the rest of the way. Yeah. So to me, that so th- that puts them at twelve that, and five. We do a lot of j- joking around about worst case scenario. Losing two games might literally be not worst I, case scenario, yeah. but like I think that might be the floor as, as it sits right now. And there's injuries that can happen. Blah blah blah. All this different stuff. But as I'm looking at the team right now, I don't see this team losing more than two games. So yeah. that puts them at twelve and five. So I think the Bengals, who are five and four right now. They still have to play the Bills, the Chiefs, 
Browns, the Steelers, the Patriots. Okay, mm-hmm. not an easy schedule by any stretch mm-hmm. for the Bengals. They've got a really they, they play a first place schedule. You win the division, you play a first place yep. schedule, and they still have some of the toughest opponents, including the Bills and the Chiefs, on their schedule. I think that they're going to finish worse than twelve and five. But let's just say, for discussion's sake, they finish twelve and five. Right. If the if the Ravens end up in a tie with the Bengals, uh, and the gonna, Bengals are going to probably win the division, and, and and they beat the Ravens, right? In the Ravens will the Ravens, still win the division, right? Right. Because because they're the Bengals, a game back, they're a game and a half back, and they have a tougher schedule. Is your point? Yes, and even if they finish with the same record, the Ravens are going to end up with a better tiebreaker right, because the if the Ravens lose two games, they I, that will only be two losses in the division. The Ravens are undefeated in the division right now. Right. So all well, that to could, say, well, the Ravens have three divisional games left. I know, but I'm saying if it, based on my worst case scenario, they would only lose two Sorry, games. They have four divisional games left. Yeah, but they would only right, lose, right, so, right, right, so they would finish right, 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 right. with yes. two losses. The Bengals already have three. Correct. So I just don't see a scenario right now where the Ravens don't win the AFC North, and I and, okay. and the Browns the Browns are already the Browns and Steelers aren't going to win the division. I think you make some excellent points. Um, I think that the division is certainly absolutely one hundred percent well within their reach. I think they are the leading favorites to win the division. I think uh, you know even if. That didn't happen. They're in good position in in a, what would become a wild card battle. I I would be shocked the way the Ravens are playing right now and with who's left on their schedule and the health of the team and and just the direction they're heading. I would be shocked if they don't end up in the playoffs. Yes. Shocked. And look, this is us just saying this and listening to the players after the game on Monday night, late you know, early Tuesday morning. They're not saying this. You know, Lamar Jackson, his sentiment when he talked with reporters right after the game was, uh, season's not over yet. Like, yeah, it's great. Season's not over yet. We got a lot yeah. of work to do. Bye week is not. They're not taking the full beach mode vacation like you are. <laughs> they're not going to be kicking up with their feet in the sand. The, I think that, like, yes, they'll relax and, and get some time away and recover and all that stuff. But, like, I do not think that this team is sizing them up quite like we are. They right. are no, very much, sure. like, looking for ways to get better. Um, and so, like, this is this is how I feel, but I think they're still very much, like, there's a lot of work left to do. I think what's really exciting for the Ravens, too, is that, you know, they still haven't, I don't think, played their best game yet. Mm. Like, they haven't, they haven't peaked yet. Whereas, let's just think back to 2019. Like, it felt like there was a lot of talk going into the playoffs, like, have the Ravens peaked? Right. You know, like, did they peak too early? And, you know there's still a lot of meat left on the bone. And I think that's what kind of Lamar is speaking to uh, and what this team feels in general. And you have to like that because you look at it defensively. Roquan Smith just played his first game, right? So he's going to get better as he gets more acclimated to this defense. They're going to get more. Tyus Bowser is going to get stronger. He just played in his first game. Yep. They're going to get Marcus Williams back at some point, who, by the way, was like the defense's best player through the first three weeks. He was a stud. He was yep. leading the league in interceptions. So they're going to get him back at some point. You know, you're going to get David Ajabo back on the field at some point in the second half. So there's reasons to believe that the defense, which has already been on a good trajectory, is only going to get that much better. Yep. Right? And I can say the same for offense. Offensively, they're running the ball really well. The offensive line is playing great. But the passing game has not really been clicking the past several weeks, really, up to the standard that Lamar Jackson and Co. want, right? They, you know, there's been some missed opportunities, missed throws. There's been missed across the board. Like, I, I think that 
you know, Rashad Bateman's not coming back, so it's a little tougher from a personnel standpoint on offense. You don't feel like, oh, I mean, J.K. Dobbins is going to come back. Right. So that'll be Gus really Edwards nice. is Gus come Edwards, back. obviously, Mark Andrews is going to come back. So, you know, you look at the way they performed against a pretty good Saints defense that was coming off a shutout, ranked number 10 in the league, and they did pretty darn well with one arm tied behind their back yeah. with all those guys missing. Once they're back on the field, Obviously, that makes a huge difference. And if they can get the way they're running the ball, if they can get the passing attack playing at a more efficient, higher level, hitting more of those opportunities, it's going to be lights out on offense too. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think you. I think that's all well said. And I think that, like in terms of playing their best game, if you hit just going back to the Saints game, since that's one's fresh, like. Lamar Jackson was mad about some of the missed opportunities to Demarcus Robinson. Right. Like if you just hit that, you know, hit hit one of those <laughs> touchdowns, and and like just in general, if they hit some of those layups, yep, then you're going to find yourself winning these games. I mean, they've had double Pretty digit handled. leads in every game this year. Right. That's in crazy. Every game. That's crazy. And so when you think about how good are the Ravens? Uh, well, they've been up on every team they've played by two scores. So <laughs> let's start there. Right. Now they gave up. They gave up. You know, three of those losses. Right. But I think that they've addressed those issues, and I think it's been like I think that they've kind of got the monkey off their back over the last three weeks of like yep. fourth quarter, what's going to happen? Are you going to hold on to this lead? Uh, like they've yep. they've taken care of that, yep. and, and like the Saints weren't the, the Saints were not coming back and winning that game. The, the defense yep. was was locked down, and I think for a couple of reasons: a running the ball really well, the offenses iced games yep. a whole lot better, um, and and that that ain't going anywhere. They're, the way this O line's playing, you know, barring health, where's the yeah. wood? And, that, my head. And, and that may only it may only even get better, well, right? With J.K. and Gus and Gus, exactly. And so they're running the ball really well, which helps you close out games. And the pass rushes turn up, right? So when these teams mm-hmm. are in pass heavy mode in these game scripts, if they fall behind on the Ravens, it's going to be much tougher to come back with the ageless wonder Justin Houston and company coming off the edge. Like the Ravens have definitely. You know, without blitzing, if you just take that away, I think they have their best pass rush in since Suggs was playing on this team. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, in a little while. Yeah. I mean, Sidarius and Judon were a pretty good combo. That was very good. <laughs> they were leading the league. Uh, when was that? They they were, they had a couple of year, well, years. Suggs was on this team, so yeah, since then. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Good Boom, still, still yeah. counts. I mean, uh, the past, oh, the, definitely the past couple years at least. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the best pass rush assortment yeah. and inside rush. You have Matabike. You know, there's been times when the, the what well, is kind of funny, really like fresh. pass rush, like after the Dolphins game, and it's like it's like oh, pass rush, well, pass, rush pass, it, rush, pass rush, pass <laughs> rush. You need pass rush, and like the pass rush was not bringing it early, but they were even more shorthanded, much more shorthanded at that point. It was Oway and Houston playing every snap. Exactly. They they said, all right, we need to address this, and they right. went and they got Jason Pierre-Paul. Yep. And I think he's been a good addition. Right. Didn't play a ton against the Saints. Uh, dealt with a little bit of an ankle injury, but he'll be fine. Yep. Um. So, like, you you feel like, but now all of a sudden you look at the pass rush and you're like, is this a strength of the team? Like, right. Justin Houston's going out there getting two sacks to, to, as a starting point. Yeah, right. it's pretty well, good strength of the I team. Mean, right now, what's what's the weakness on the defense? I'll wait. Right. I mean, seriously. I mean, you have Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen in the middle who are just, as I, I thought it was Zach Orr was like, we have two erasers yeah. in the middle of the defense right now. And I thought that was well said. Like, Patrick, PQ's playing at a really high level. We've already seen the kind of player that Roquan is. 
I think I think yeah I think and there's not many teams like this but as you play it out over the course of the year what's the weakness how do you do against a true a a real dominant passing attack yeah a Tyreek Hill yeah a Stephon Diggs and the Bills right Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs how do you do against those teams the Saints are Andy Dalton and their wide receivers are missing Tom Brady and the Bucks have been anemic offensively uh, in the passing game specifically. Uh, the Browns with right. with what's his name Brissett yeah I mean whatever yeah the, you you've yeah, not I gone mean, against three top flight passing offenses right. so so that's they the, I don't really since the Bills they did pretty well against Josh Allen but they d- didn't win yeah right and then and then the Miami game is still a scar that bounces around in your head the pain of that one right right so right. that so like yeah. I don't think that I do not think the secondary is a weakness but I think that that's the unknown yeah I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Once Marcus gets back on the field, that helps with that certainly. Yeah, I mean the pass rush as it as it continues to just blossom, and then you get Marcus Williams back. Yeah. I think it's just like there's no reason that this deep, and we we all said it, but and I, I still think it's I think it's more true so, now than ever that like there's no like there's, there's no reason that this defense is not one of the best in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And every defense is going to have its struggles against Mahomes, Josh Allen. You know, like yeah. not many. Those guys don't get held down in check very often at all. But if the Ravens are going to achieve these goals, these lofty goals that we think they're capable of, yes, they're going to have to play pretty well against those. But you look at the schedule, and which of these passing offenses right. really concerns you? The Panthers, the Jags? The Bengals. The Bengals, right. The the Broncos, the Steelers, Browns. I mean, they'll have Deshaun Watson. Falcons, Steelers, Bengals. Week, yeah. Bengals Week 17 is like the only one on the schedule where you're like, all right, you yeah. know, but... Already faced him once, right? And, did and, really and they had nice Jamar job. Chase, yeah. And the secondary did a pretty darn good job. Yep, yep, totally. So we want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings here as we continue this conversation. Listeners know that the sports landscape is always changing. This week is no different. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, and it still has daily fantasy contests running for those who are looking to have skin in the game. It's simple. Every player has a salary associated with drafting them. You assemble a lineup of players. You try to stay under the salary cap, and then you sit back and you watch your points pile up. Now you know how to play. Download the DraftKings app today. Sign up using the code FLOCK. New users get a free entry with their first deposit. Again, the code is FLOCK at DraftKings. So go ahead and get that done. All right, so let's give out a few awards before we do soup draft time. Sounds good. Here's the awards we're going to give out. We're going to give out MVPs on both sides of the ball, biggest surprise, biggest concern, and a midseason rookie of the year. So let's start with the offensive MVP. Are we, are we both going... With the low hanging fruit here and point to number eight, I think you have to. You know, Mark has had some dominant games. There's been a couple games where he didn't have big production, and then he obviously missed this past one. So, you know, Lamar, even though we've talked about the passing game hasn't been humming, I would say for a little bit, he's still played good winning football and made some wow plays where you're like, yeah, I'm glad we have Lamar Jackson on yeah. our side. And, like, gosh, this guy is so fun to watch. Yeah. You know, like, he does that several times a game. And so, yeah, I mean, the most valuable player, <laughs> if you took Lamar Jackson out of the offense, I mean, we saw it last year. Yeah. Wasn't nearly as good. So, yes, Lamar Jackson is the offensive most valuable player. Yeah, I mean, look, Lamar Jackson still a top five uh, candidate to win the NFL most valuable player. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, he is my <laughs> offensive MVP through the first nine games of the season. Yeah. Defensive MVP. Yeah, I I struggle with I actually wrote one name down and I crossed it off. Ooh. Ooh. Because I wanted some, to, some I wanted, 
Uh, yeah. All You're right. gonna overthink this. Well, you'll. I'll, I'll give you my. I just answer the two here. No, no, pick one. No, 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 no. no. no I, I'm saying my. There's kind of the, there's connect. There's a connection here. I, I initially wrote down Justin Houston. I mean, he's just been on fire lately. Okay. I put him down as biggest surprise, which we'll get to. Um, oh, you, you just, are ruining the whole segment. Did you do that same thing? No, I haven't. Okay, okay, but, but going, defensive just, MVP, defensive MVP. <laughs> I put Marlon. Okay. And as you look at the defense, like there's not one guy, with the exception of Houston, who has been like has these monster stats. Marlon, though, has great PFF grades. He's been excellent in coverage. Um, I think that like he brings like a level of leadership and energy to the defense, and he has like helped that group get over some of their early season struggles. Yeah. Um, and he individually, he individually has been good all season long. He's not getting burnt. He's been playing lockdown yeah. defense. So one of the best cornerbacks in the game. He's been one of the best cornerbacks in the game. Like so, top three. So. I, I debated Houston because Houston's got the sack numbers and he's one of the best pass rushers in the game. And but he missed a few games in there, so right. that's like where I start. He, what he's missed three games. That's, so it's like it's hard the, to give out. That's the same argument that I made. He missed three games, so that's kind of tough. You know, he's, he missed a third of the se- of the season up to this point. Right, exactly. So, but he's second in the league in sacks. I know, I know. But I have to agree. I think and Marlon totality, plays every single snap. Right. I think in totality, I'm going to go with Marlon. Okay, you agree. agree. I would agree with that. All right. So then, this keep it rolling to biggest surprise. Did you also go with Justin Houston? I don't know. You talk, and then I'll come up with a different one while you're talking. Okay. All right. So I I, I went with Houston. I thought Houston was going to be was going to be good this year, um, and I thought that he was going to make improvement from where he was last year on this on this defense. But I'd be lying if I said that I thought he was going to have nine and a half sacks and be yeah. second in the league. At the bye. I didn't think that. I thought he would be, I'd have to go back. I think, but as a side note, I think both of us picked Oway to lead the team in sacks. Well, I know. That's the, that's, I was just about to say, the biggest surprise is not only, it, Oway does, has what, one? Right. And Houston has He's taking them all. <laughs> right. So it's I expected like, that. that is, I thought the reverse. Yeah, if not, you told me. quite if you, the reverse. But. If you told me, all right, between Houston and Oway, one guy's going to have nine and a half sacks right now, and one, one guy's going to have one. Right. I would have pointed to yeah. Oway being the guy that's the leader there. <laughs> totally. So, but but Houston has found the fountain of youth and has just been awesome. And I hope that he can keep it up. And and even mm-hmm. like when he got hurt, it was sort of like, man, that's that's a loss. But like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's almost like they added JPP and then Justin Houston got hurt. It was kind of like, ah, it's it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of a similar production out of those two guys. And when he's come back. He's just looked like a different player. Yeah. Okay. I I completely agree with that. I'll go biggest. Obvi- obviously, since you had the same answer initially. I didn't. Ha- I like I told you. I'm winging it. I didn't have an answer. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So there's no crossing out. I only have the categories written down. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, I'm I'm trying to get to the beach. All right. I didn't write <laughs> these down. Um, all right. Biggest surprise. Here's my biggest surprise. Is that this offense isn't totally underwater without Bateman and Mark Andrews mm-hmm. on the field? Like, like Bateman's missed a significant amount. I'll go. I'll even. I'll sharpen it to the wide receivers. And it's not like somebody. You know, Duvernay has been really good, but I wouldn't say like a huge surprise. I mean, I would say mildly surprising yeah. how well he's done this season. But in totality, the way the Ravens have been able to get enough out of the passing game without Bateman for. 
he's missed three full games now and had like a partial fourth. Like if you told me at the beginning of the season when we were all doubting the wide receivers to begin with, right? Everybody was saying even with Bateman and everybody like this is a bottom five wide receiver unit in the NFL. And then you say, well, Bateman's going to get injured. He's going to miss a few games and then he, and he's ruled out for the year. I would be like, sound the alarm. Mm-hmm. This is a three alarm fire. Yeah. Right. Got to get somebody ASAP. And a lot of people were saying that at the trade deadline, like have to get a wide receiver now with Bateman being done. And guess what? The Ravens are like, again, again, Eric, Eric has like, nah, I'm good. Well, they did get Deshaun Jackson. Well, yeah. they got, yes, they got Deshaun. I'm saying like, it wasn't like a big deadline deal. No, I know. Right. Like once they knew Bateman was done for the year, he had, that was an inflection point where he could have, again, been said, I need to make a big time addition at wide receiver. Like a lot of people thought they would and should. He yeah, didn't. He did. And and the Ravens offense, like like we said, the passing off the passing attack can be better, mm-hmm. but it's been pretty it's been adequate. It's been adequate. Yeah, yeah. more than adequate, mm-hmm. I think. And that is given all the circumstances, I think pretty surprising. I would I was also thinking like that the running game, how good the running game has been without JK really healthy, fully healthy period, yep. at any point this season, and now on the shelf. Gus just got back and then immediately went back, on not immediately, but two games later went back on the shelf. Like, what they've gotten out of Kenyon Drake, you know, and and Justice and, and, and Mike Davis also, you know, what they've gotten out of those guys and the way that the run game is churning out yards, I think is pretty surprising considering the circumstances also. All right, so we got five different biggest surprises for you, but thank you. That was two. Uh, <laughs> all right, so biggest concern... Uh, my biggest concern moving forward would be with the passing game. When you, if you get into a situation where you're playing one of those high-powered offenses and you fall behind, how's it going to do in those situations? You know, I think that's yeah. that's probably the what a lot of Ravens fans would point to. How do you do in a play in the playoffs if you know if you fall behind early and you need a two-minute drive and those types of things? Yes. So that would probably be what I like. Who who's going to be the guy that steps up there? If they take away Mark Andrews. Who's it going to be? Yep. Is it Deshaun Jackson? Right. Is it Devin Duvernay? Is it Demarcus Robinson? Or is it just a collection of a all? Collection. You know, maybe that was the case against New Orleans, and maybe that's the recipe. Yeah, I would say the same. I, last season to this to this point, you had seen the Ravens come back against the Colts. You had mm-hmm. seen the Ravens come back against the Vikings when they were down big. The Ravens have not been down big at any point this season. Right? They haven't. So been. you can't really fault them for that, right? You can't. That's great. Yeah. But it, but it, yeah. it, it, it to a degree reminds you a little bit of 2019 yeah. when they were just boat racing people, getting out to these big leads and then run them over in the second half, and it was lights out, like night night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's cool. That's great. That helps you get win a lot of games. But then we saw in the playoffs. They get behind early to the Titans, and everybody's like, and, and they weren't able to get out of the tailspin, kind of, and recover. You know, so I agree. Until they have shown that, which I hope you hope they don't have to, right? Right. Um, then that's a lingering question, and and that goes back to my biggest surprise of how are these wide receivers going to perform? And you know, there's as Greg Roman said, there's just no sugarcoating the loss of Rashad Bateman. Mm-hmm. It stinks. He's a very good player. Yeah. When he's healthy and he was playing well when he was right, you know? And so, uh, as, like I said, as well as it's been adequate, it's been more than adequate, I think, the the play of those other guys stepping up. But you're going to probably need more than above adequacy to win a playoff game in a tough circumstance like that, especially if you if you get down. 
yep. if you get down, it's going to be tough. All right, and then rookie of the year, I got Tyler Linderbaum. I mean, he yeah. stepped in, he's played every snap, he's been really good at center. I think just he's been he's been. I agree. Everything that you want. You can, yeah, I, I think Kyle Hamilton has play has come on and he's playing well. Um, his role is increasing as the coaches see that. But I don't. Isaiah think likely has come on in in in, in Mark's absence. But, yeah, it's, but not no, it's, it's not Tyler. It's not Tyler Linderbaum who's played every single snap of every game and done it at a high level. Yeah, that's an easy one. All right, time for the most anticipated discussion Here of this go. podcast, which is the soup draft. We teamed up with Campbell's for this, all right? So a couple things of note, and I'll, I'll run through the soups here in a second. We're running a contest with Campbell's to send a member of the flock and a guest to the Pro Bowl this year in Vegas. So for the remainder of the season, the Ravens will highlight six players who exude a do-it-all mentality on and off the field. So you can visit BaltimoreRavens.com slash Campbell's to cast your vote today on who that player is. And then the winner of that uh, contest will have a chance to go out to the Pro Bowl. Unfortunately, none of the players will be there because they'll be getting ready for the Super Bowl in Arizona, exactly. of course. Sorry. Right? Sorry. Sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so as we do the soup draft, um, the listeners of the lounge know that we get more emails about the drafts than anything else. I think people just, we get a lot of me- emails in general. Now, we do, which I love, but but the drafts obviously are yes. at the top of the list. So the first ten listeners to email the lounge, and you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. The first ten listeners to email us about the soup draft will get one of these cans, which I have one <laughs> in my hand right here of the new Chunkies Campbell's Chunky Old Bay <laughs> Season Clam Chowder. It cracks me up just the the picture of somebody getting one can of soup in the mail. Really, cracks yeah. Me but it's it's great, but you can get a free you can get a free can of soup here. So uh, when you email us, include your address so it just makes it easy. You know, we'll, oh yeah, that's good. We'll, we'll send the uh, the first ten emailers a can of that soup. So all right, here's the soups. All right, yeah, no particular. Yeah, the, go ahead and read your draft board. Come on, go ahead. No, I did. No, I did not write down my picks for the, all the off, the midseason awards. <laughs> this is I an, did rank my soups. I took the time to go through, rank my boards, stack it up. So I'm ready. All right. Chicken noodle, old-fashioned vegetable, the Old Bay seasoned clam chowder, the broccoli cheddar, chicken tortilla, Italian wedding, split pea soup, your number one pick, bacon, tomato, <laughs> baked potato, cheddar, and bacon. Tr- uh, keep a straight face. Tomato and, nope. and Maryland crab soup. All right? Mm-hmm. So those are the 10 soups here. And just to see, you know, like, of course... For listeners, Mink always has a million questions. Like we're doing a soup draft, and then there's well, yeah. twenty questions so, about like what the what the day is like when you're having this. Soup. Yes, exactly. What's the context of the day? <laughs> yeah, you can't just be soup. a soup. You gotta is have this, like. Is this like? Is this a? Am appetizer? I tired? Is this an appetizer soup or is this a meal? This is your meal. What is this? Is this? It was snowing. Am I coming in from the snow? <laughs> Here's I what need I need context. I it's it's a it's a it's a mid fall late fall day. It's a cold crisp day. Crisp. But no snow. There's no, no snow. It's not winter. It's crisp. It's okay. kind of like the bye week. It's is it a meal or is it an appetizer? Um, you know, it depends how hungry you are. Maybe you're coming in from lunch and you're like, I just want to have a, a bowl of soup. Yes. You're, you know, lunch. Lunch soup. You it's know? a lunch soup. Lunch right? soup. So it could act as a meal. Yeah. Maybe you have a little half sandwich right. if you're still hungry. Right. Exactly. Okay. One of those. Okay. All right. A little salad. All right. So, all right. We got to do our right. uh, rock, rock, paper, scissors here. Best of three. No, single. <laughs> All right, here we go. Do or die, baby. Wait, do we? Are we doing do or die, or do you want to do yeah, this? Yeah, do or die. Do or die. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh paper! Didn't see it coming. I, oh, I, always, yes. I always go scissors. Yes. 
I always go scissors, yes. but I was like, it's too obvious. Yes. Oh, that was a big win for me. All right. I'm finally going to get the monkey off my back. This is snake this draft. Is me. It's, a, it's a snake draft. No snake. <laughs> this is this is me and exercising the fourth quarter demons okay. right now. Okay. okay. You are the Miami Dolphins, and I'm about to just get over the hump. No, right but now. you're going to okay. screw up this pick. All right. I'm okay. going number one. I already know what you're taking. I, Old it, Bay season clam chowder. <laughs> yes. Clam chowder. Why is our producer Jack shaking his head? <laughs> this is a great pick. Clam chowder is great. Okay, and then you threw, give it a Maryland twist with the Old Bay? I mean, come on! So, look. Yes. I, are you are you doing this to keep our friends at Campbell's happy? No. Because I love, I, look, I love clam chowder as and Old Bay Twist. Yes, look, that was not planned. This was like I want listeners to be clear. It wasn't like, hey, we can do the soup draft, but you have to take the Old Bay clam chowder first. That was right, not right. like a, a stipulation. Right. You just you just wanted it. Yes, you, you just took it first. Clam chowder is delicious. Clam chowder is great. And you give it the twist, the and, Maryland twist. And and we often, you know, whenever you go to New England, you got to get the clam chowder. But right. it's great. But. That is where you kind of went with like that. That's like a skill position. Like that's like a okay. high risk, high oh, reward. I took a wide receiver. It's a high risk, high reward. I took a for wide me, receiver. I just am going with the left tackle that I know is going to be my answer. No, for don't the next, say. Don't even say for it. the next ten don't years. Don't even say it. Give me that left tackle. I know he's one of the best in the game. Don't I'm even not say screwing it. around. Give me chicken noodle. Oh, <laughs> terrible, terrible pick. Give yeah. me chicken noodle. You never cease to amaze me with how. Basic, you are. I, I. This is ground and so pound. You're so plain, Jane. The, ground and pound. You get the left tackle. That's going to be the answer. You can't go with. I build a foundation chicken first. Noodle. You have your choice of any soup, and you're going chicken. Noodle? Yeah, chicken. I mean, there's, 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 there's phrases and, and like books little, about chicken noodles. Like little, chicken noodle soup is good for the soul. You know, you, this is like this is Bill's don't character. Go all kumbaya on me yeah, right now. chicken noodle soup. It's it's the recipe that salt. If you're sick, mom's chicken noodle soup. You Everything are, about it is great. You are a chicken noodle soup is good for the soul kind of guy. That is you. Perfect. You probably read that book five times, Perfect. haven't you? I, that, it's, it's amazing that I <laughs> do don't like get it? the first pick. Do you? But like I still end up with the obvious first pick. Do you like it with the little carrots in it? Sure. Yeah. Get healthy. I do like carrots. Okay. I would have. I would say if I'm coming in from a snowy day. Chicken noodle will be the top of the list, but not just a crisp fall day. Too basic. Okay. Wow. I can't believe I got this. Now I'm going. What'd you say? I know you're going to screw it up. I know what you're going to take, <laughs> and you're going to screw it up. I, I know it. I know it. You know what? Your commentary is making me reset. <laughs> I already know. I already know. All right. Since you took a staple, I'll go with another. Sta- I'll just go with the quarterback right here. Okay. <laughs> I got the wide receiver. I'm going to go with the quarterback. I'm going tomato soup. Okay, <laughs> tomato soup is delicious. It's kind of like the chicken noodle soup. It's it's right down the middle. That's the 300 yard drive right down the fairway. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take the tomato soup. You've never driven it 300 yards down the fairway. 300 yards or down the fairway. You've had n- <laughs> never never oh, had either of those things. That is correct. And look, tomato soup is fine. You want to talk about plain that's, Jane? That's a great. You don't get any oh. more basic and boring. Well, this than that. mine has a little basil on it too. Tomato basil. You left the basil <laughs> off. Give it a little, yeah. Tomato you know soup is nice. You know what I'm going to go with? All right. It's better than chicken noodle. It's it's not. It's only good. You don't get the grilled cheese with it. That doesn't come with no, it. No, it comes. This has the mini no, grilled cheese. No. It's like you get it away. <laughs> this, is, this is just soup. This you don't get the, the mini grilled cheese with grill- it. Yeah. All right. I mean, this is a great pick. And You're going to butcher this. I'm not. 
this is a great pick. <laughs> and I would expect that someone from Maryland would actually have Mm-mm. assumed this. Mm-mm. Maryland crab soup. No. It is excellent no. in, in the fall. You can even have it in no, the summer. No, it's not. You're you lying have it through your teeth right now. any time of you day. You're lying. Maryland crab soup is you just are lying. Crab soup is an excellent no you're li- you're seriously lying right now i've i've known you for a long time i have never seen you order maryland crab soup well, wait, you're a liar time, how many times have we gone to dinner like hi uh, would you like to try our maryland crab soup no thank you, you. i hate it you <laughs> you wouldn't order it it has t- look i love crab as much as the next guy you more could, than the next no, guy you in fact you, you clearly don't more than the next guy okay i would love to pick some crabs but Maryland crab soup is very hit or miss. Well, I got hit, and it's got too many, and it's got too many vegetables in it. Too many. Ve- Do you even it. know what's in Maryland crab soup? You don't because you've never ordered it. Ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I do. I do. Sometimes you get the shell in there. Oh, oh no. I got a little. Crisp. See that? That's, I got a that's little, yeah. Sometimes you get. Hit. I got good. Just because you, you get have, some shrapnel, some you've shells, had, you've shrapnel had bad, in your mouth. You've had bad crab soup, so you just you've think never that that had is, Maryland crab. Soup. You think that is crab you, soup? You've never ordered it. You've never even had it. <laughs> All right. Number. What am I on? Four. This is your third pick. This is my third pick. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So here we go. I am going with. Broccoli cheddar. Broccoli cheddar is great. On a fall day like that, yes. Broccoli I'll tell you what. cheddar is very that's good. That's your best pick. Very good pick. That's your best pick. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm having a great draft. I feel, <laughs> I feel good about this. So here's, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> this, this, is the, this is my receiver. This is the, this is the speed guy that split has the split ability pick. to take the top off of defense. <laughs> it's exciting. Everybody is on board with this one. I know what it is. <laughs> you know, the message boards are lighting up at the notion of this. The chicken tortilla. Oh, <laughs> terrible! Butchered it! Oh, that's a miss! That's a miss! Oh, I, I got this in the bag! Oh, no! The no. chicken tortilla, the mid-round chicken tortilla. That's exciting. a bad That pick. is great. What the hell is chicken tortilla soup? There's a tortilla in it? No. That's not soup. It's that's a like, tortilla. That's, <laughs> that's like the little crunchies. No tor- There's a little Seriously, crunchies. Is there tortilla in chicken it's, tortilla soup? It's the little crunchies that are like in there. There's no crunchies in chicken yeah, tortilla th- th- soup. It's, it's the toppings. It's the toppings. You put little crunchy things on top of it. What's that really good soup that we have that we really love? It, the chicken poblano. This is the, the cousin. Poblano. This is the cousin. Yeah, that's nice. This, this is not the cousin. They're not related. <laughs> no, that's, that is the step. That is the step, brother. <laughs> Um, wow, I can't believe you just left this on a tee for me. I mean, I didn't think I was going to get both these, but I'm going to take the baked potato, cheddar, and bacon. Yes. See, bacon? Good luck. Yes. Good. Cheddar, baked potato. Good, yes. By the way, Golly you got, I have a lot of good soup here. You got good luck making it to dinner because you are going to be exhausted after you load up on some- I have some, some few heavy soups. <laughs> I mean, it is the I heavy have, soup draft. It's a meal. We, as we said, this oh, is a meal. This you're, you I'm are gonna be a sandwich You're going to be sleeping We said it's an, the through, sandwich is an option. Through the afternoon I'm after not having the sandwich baked or the potato, salad. cheddar, and bacon, the clam chowder, and the broccoli cheddar. And heavy. the tomato. And heavy, tomato, light. Heavy soup. Oh, my gosh. All right. So while you're going pure cream, heavy soups, I am a, a model of health, there and I'm going to get the vegetable soup. Just Ew! throw in <laughs> oh, you. the vegetable soup. You asked if I like carrots in the chicken you noodle. so bad I don't need extra carrots, but I've got them. You really don't know soup. You don't know health. You don't you know don't, health. All right. You don't know soup. 
The vegetable soup's terrible. That's the stuff that your mother has to force feed you to eat. She's like, eat your vegetable soup or you don't get dessert. And you're like, oh, do I have to? That vegetable soup's terrible. Oh, all right. I'm going Italian wedding. I'm half Italian, proud of my Italian heritage. It's got the little meatballs. It's got the other little balls in there. I don't know what they are, but the little white little balls. Italian, it's light, brothy. Perfect compliment to my other soups. You are teeing this up for me. This is an easy win. God. Just to round oh. it out, I have finished with the last pick. Split, split pea soup. Pea, oh. <laughs> you, you know what? Destroyed. So to recap here, split and this is a win. I mean, this is a this is what a commanding is, victory for me. Can, uh, wait, wait, wait. Before you recap, what is split pea? Like, how it's do you split soup. the pea? Or you mash it up. That's just crushed. I don't have to make what, the soup. I just have to eat split? it. I just have to. I just have to eat it. You got this. Dominated. Isn't making the soup. This Jack, is actually Jack. Who won? This this is Jack. Who won? Look, split pea soup. We knew that was probably going to be Mink? at the yes! end. <laughs> Listeners can email us at the lounge at Ravens. We're also. I'm going to personally bring the results to Calais Campbell of <laughs> Campbell's Chicken. He's the founder, owner, CEO <laughs> of Campbell's Soup. We're going to bring him the results and let Calais judge it, and we'll get back report back to you. All right. Just to recap, I have chicken noodle. Old fashioned vegetable, chicken tortilla, split pea soup, and Maryland crab soup. I mean, that is a heck of a lineup. While you have just the heavy. Wait, no, I'll, no, let me give. I get to give my own lineup here. Gosh, all right. I have I'm the fall Old Bay seasoned clam chowder. Then I have number two, the tomato soup, broccoli cheddar, baked potato cheddar, and bacon, and Italian wedding. Oh, I crushed. <laughs> I crushed. You can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Let us know who you think won. That is an easy decision on your part. And first 10 emailers will get a free can of Mink's first round pick, the Old Bay Season Clam Chowder. So that's it for us. We hope everyone enjoys the bye week. Sit back and watch football. Enjoy it. And uh, we will be back with you next week as Ravens get ready for a win against the the Panthers. Big no, we're not bye. there yet. Well, big, big bye. Big bye. Big bye. <laughs>